afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. It's Wednesday. You're not in the drums today, although I would probably venture to say you should be in the drums today. <laughs> I'd like to be. Um, I would like to be. I would, I, being inside of a drum set as someone like you incessantly pounded on it is probably like the worst torture. I mean, well, depending on, especially depending on what drum you're in, I guess they're all going to be bad. But if you're inside of a bass drum, you're going to, I mean, your eardrums are gone first. What about a snare? That would probably be worse. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think that the, the, the impact on the, on the, uh, on the, the kick drum would be a little bit worse just from a pressure standpoint inside the shell. Mm. And and you, you're talking about just blowing out an eardrum and and causing pressure problems. I don't know. I, I, maybe somebody's done some kind of work on that over the years. But um, but yeah. That's, uh, wait, that, for, wait, wait for Mr. Beast to create like a life-size drum set now to test it out. Right. <laughs> Something like that. So we're going to start the show today talking about uh, January 6th and highlighting some some stuff that's been done at Uncover DC only because Wendy um, Wendy has been really throwing herself into telling the stories behind the people that are being sentenced on January 6th the what they're experiencing what their families are going through like less of the what is the Justice Department doing um, although that's included, and more of like what's the human toll that these folks are going through. And we've done several stories on this now with several different defendants. And I think the the important thing to note here is that some of them concur that they did things they probably shouldn't have done. None of them rise to the level of the retaliation they've received. So, like, the punishment does not equal the crime in any way, shape, or form. And yesterday, we published one of uh, Sandy Weyers, W-E-Y-E-R-S. And in here, it ex- it explains um, her case and what happened with her. And then it, it goes into some of the mail that she's received from the general public, Frank. And we have a carousel of photos in there of what, what she's gotten. I mean, just to read one. These are letters from like random people that have decided that they should send her um, cards and and letters. And you'd think that who's a traitor, Sandy, you ugly, seditionist, effing, stupid cultist. See you next Tuesday. Your family must be so proud. Hope you rot in jail with a glitter bomb. Um, She provided us photos for this stuff. Two postcards that say the same, basically. Um. Trump isn't going to lift a finger to help you, turn down the plea deal, take the fall, take the full weight. Um, Evil. I mean, that's just evil. Yeah, it's really, really horrible. And I know. And this is the split. This is the split that we're going to have to deal with now. And, you know, Um, like. There's no decent people anymore over there. No, no. And, oh, and- well, they took an opportunity to create. They needed to. First of all, they, this had to be done. Had to be done. They had. They had to create this. Did you see on CNN the other night? Um, what's his name? That that fat Jim guy. Um, what's his name? Jim something. 
who's the one that was always making a problem in at the the White House years ago? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. They had a diary, his diary. We did his diary reads all the time. Yeah, he went down to the southern border to show how the anyway, that gym guy. He has a slot now too. He's not on the on the road anymore because everybody keeps getting fired or quit or whatever. And he had two professionals on or something like that. They're all professional who wanted to make the case that the constitution is just too old, is too outdated to be able to properly preserve democracy. Pretty much making the case that the constitution is a threat to the future of democracy in oh, this country. We don't have democracy here. Uh, that's why. Well, this is why I always wonder, though, when they call somebody a traitor, what country are they representing? Because every day of the year, they are on the opposite side of everything that makes this country this country. Mm-hmm. They hate the founding. They hate the founders. They hate the concept of that kind of individual individual uh, liberty. Uh, th- that's it. So what? So what is an insurrection? Is against, the question against what? Right. Yes. Yeah. What is an insurrection? Yeah, when you have completely destroyed every uh, normal, you know, every yeah, every word. Well, especially when you everything. tell your people you need to be disruptors, you need to go. You know, every time that there is a, a Supreme Court pick that you didn't that you didn't uh, serve up to the public yourself. Like what, what, like what they did in Kevin McCarthy's office last week. Just last week. They're in his office. All those people should have been arrested for insurrection, literally by their own definition. But what They happens? should have gotten the same treatment. They should have gotten the same sentences as severe a sentence as it was. And that is only the tip of the iceberg of what we've had to live through um, year in, year out, which all went out the window when there was an opportunity to create the narrative of insurrection it's just and and now you have people leaving these these taunting notes at others houses when their lives are literally being turned upside down for for nothing yeah for trespass like yeah. like what's his name was was indicted on yesterday ray epps disorderly conduct when he was literally the only one who was even talking about an insurrect this whole thing is a is a big s show and i want to go through something really quickly with everyone the last paragraph here is poignant j6 defendants suffer in ways that go well beyond the effects of a weaponized justice system it is common and typical for j6 defendants to be doxxed harassed and viciously threatened by federal fellow americans in many cases americans don't take the time to examine the facts of the cases so many Americans fail to grasp the profoundly human stories unfolding in the wake of January 6th. And it's not the, that's not the only one that she's done. She's done Kyle Young. Um, so these, these are all, like, seriously, if you haven't read all of these, you need to take the time to read them. It will touch you in a way that you have not experienced yet so far. And I'm tired of, I just have to say this out loud, uh, Kirsten... Nimala, I think is how you say her last name. Like all of these individual people that nobody has really gotten the taken the time to get to know are highlighted here. And I hear it all the time. Nobody's covering this. Nobody's talking about this. That's not true. People are like us. But if nobody takes the time to share this stuff with other people so that they can see it, then it is like you're screaming into an ab- abyss. That all being said, 
I saw this trailer this morning and it did strike me quite strongly. This is the trailer for Lara Logan's new film she's doing on January 6th. I'm going to play it really quickly for everybody here. You've learned a lot more about January 6th. You talked to hundreds of defendants. What have you learned? Well, first I've learned about pain. I believe in my nephew. I am proud of him. He was just larger than life. We wanted to come and kind of just share what really happened today. He had never been in trouble before in his life. So this was just so overwhelming. I was sitting in my home and I got a call from his uncle. What did he say? They robbed him of his hope, his will to live. They took his fight away from him. They broke him. They completely broke him and they broke his heart. It's hard to find the truth these days and it's needed now more than ever. We've traveled the country to bring you honest, accurate reporting. Bottom line, Laura, they didn't want people going to the Capitol. They didn't want people even getting close to the Capitol. It never would have happened. It happened because they wanted to happen. No one was stopping you. This is the government we're talking about, okay? Like they have like nukes and F-15s. They can do whatever they want to stop average people like me. 34-year-old Roseanne Boylan was one of four people killed. This was a woman who got pushed down, smothered, trampled, and then beaten. Had this been covered at all by anyone else in the media? No. They named me as one of the insurrectionists that was preventing the cops from rescuing her. Was that true? Absolutely not. This crutch was right at my feet, and I put it above my head, and I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please stop this. Jeremy was at the Capitol providing security. I mean, he's quite literally the poster boy for the special forces. When you were arrested, they never sat you down and said, is this yours? No, because they're the same officers that recruited me on December 9th of 2020. From Department of Homeland Security. The same two guys. These people are hiding all of this information, and judges have let them get away with that. You could be here forever. I will be here as long as the American people leave me here. I'm Laura Logan with the rest of the story. Join us. September 14th. That's what it says, but it's the 20th. So it came out a week ago. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just seeing it now. I'm just seeing it now, but, um, you know, listen, the last line is what clinched it for me. I'll be here as long as the American people leave me here. And it's, it's so true because there's not enough people out there. Like I'll tell an anecdotal story. Somebody I know that is working on work like this was talking to their significant other about it and their significant other refused to believe them. Said that they were making it up, that they were exaggerating, that they weren't telling the truth. And this is a person like working on this stuff literally like every day. <laughs> it's it's just mind boggling to me. I, I, I couldn't imagine. And then we get stories like this. The FBI lost count of how many paid informants were at the Capitol on January 6th and had to perform an audit to figure out the exact number. The whole thing about having a having a um, I'll be here until the American people get me out or anything like a, a statement like that. The, the, the whole issue here is that people, the American people are by proxy represented by the the legislative branch. Yes. And we are already not we're not represented 
they stopped adding seats to the house in the 1920s, there should be 11,000 or so representatives in Congress. If you go by census, yes. Yes. That's, I mean, and it is that you can say, oh, that's ridiculous. It's just way too many. No, there are a lot of people here. And there's a reason why there was uh, one representative prescribed for every 30,000 people. Now, what may have had to change was the way that we tally votes, the way that we, we that government, you know, maybe government becomes a little more regional. I, I don't know. Obviously, you can't put, unless you build an arena in, um, <laughs> in Washington, D.C., you're not putting... 11,000 people inside of the Capitol building. But uh, it, it just goes to remind everybody, we don't have a representative government. You can't call this a constitutional republic. Even in, even by definition, you can't do it if nobody is represented. There's, we don't have it. You, you, think, that, you think that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez represents the interests of over 700,000 people in Queens and the Bronx, we don't have representative government. Therefore, there is nobody, there is nobody that is going to, in a significant way, do what should be done in making sure that these people are, that are, have been in jail since 2021 are taken care of and made whole. It's not going to happen. We are totally locked up. And this is all an illusion. The other thing, like, if you take that out of it, which which you make very, you know, it's poignant what you're saying is 100%. But given the system that we're working in right now, I see so many people constantly directing ire at the wrong people. So-and-so didn't do anything about this. Well, you're talking to the wrong people, okay? You're throwing blame around at the wrong people. You're not focusing on the people that can be and... You know, look through the spe- look. Right now, we've got a bunch of congressmen in a pissing match on on social media. Like, it just it gets it it gets tired. It gets tiring. But I just want everybody to take a few minutes to go to Uncover DC. I'll link all of these in the description below the show. But I want you guys to keep your eyes peeled there because there's another one coming out every day. And if you don't start to feel the real true harm that's happening here through this experiment of whatever they're doing, I don't know what to tell you. It's pretty sad. So there's that. Now, our um, Geert van den Bosch, Frank, we talked about his latest thing. We played clips about it a couple months ago, what he thought was coming next when, uh, as these mutations began to kick up with COVID, right? Well, he posted something. Was it yesterday? Yeah yesterday and he said how many more times will I have to tell you that this immune escape pandemic will not have a happy ending except this time what he said at the end of his article is is more than he's ever said before like we've always said let's approach this with caution you know we don't want to go overboard here because it's just theories based on it on what this virus is doing and how it'll respond to vet the vaccinated population etc but he's never said something like this before and I want to read it. The end of it goes, the, high, the rise in hospitalization and mortality rates could rapidly strain healthcare and funeral service systems in highly COVID-19 vaccinated countries. I therefore urge all healthy unvaccinated individuals to be prepared to assist in such scenarios whenever and wherever they may arise. 
Well. And there's a whole scientific article before that, which we're going to go through some of because I think it's that important. And it is, truthfully, even with all of the immunology I have studied and epidemiology in the past three years, I am not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination. But I understand broad concepts now, which I think many of us do. Um, and again, remember a couple like weeks ago when we talked, we played the Del Big Tree clips. He said, this isn't really the one and two series people we're talking about here. Are you bright in there? I, I mean, there's only so much I can do about the sun. Oh, no, I don't care. I just see you squinting. <laughs> it's just look, look, look at me. I look like I'm going to heaven right now. <laughs> Like, oh, come, welcome, Frank, your home. It's, it's, uh, it's, I have to get blackout curtains in here now. Well, you... it, it, at least if I'm going to go live in the morning at any point, it's just, it's, I'm washed out. You're fine. I can do. You're okay. If I turned off these two uh, lights in front of me, then it's just, it's silhouette. You're good. It's okay. It's all fine. <laughs> I just yeah. see you. I just see you doing this. And I'm just like, are you serious? <laughs> it's a bright, sunny day in Westchester. <laughs> it's very—it's a beautiful day, to be honest. It's gonna be beautiful all week. Someone said the rapture is here. Frank is getting beamed up, better than the dark basement. Is that God? Frank? You don't sound like God. That sounds very scary. <laughs> Please don't listen to that man. <laughs> Anytime anyone uses a voice modulator anywhere, I laugh my ass off. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, back I'm just to the... to figure how to get my voice back to where. Wait, wait. Does, does it sound different? Does it sound better? Mm, a little, maybe. You're does still... it sound any better? No. It doesn't sound bad. That's the thing. It doesn't sound like that nice, round, full sound, normal sound you had the other day. All right. Well, I was... Okay, go ahead. Stay away from the light, Frank, says the chat. <laughs> I want to read some of it because I think it's important for people to understand. He says, the exotic and highly infectious nature of the currently circulating variants raises questions... New emerging variants are now succeeding each other at a rapid pace. While they share a phylogenetic relationship, they have become so antigenically distinct from their predecessors that they should no longer be considered mere variants, but rather different serotypes. Meaning, the virus is mutating so quickly now, in the past six to eight weeks even, that they're not even sharing enough lineage with their predecessors to be called a variant they should be kind of like a different serotype or a different version of not the same version. You see what I'm saying? These yeah. are, they, they refer to these all as variants of Omicron, but he's saying, no, they're too different to even be variants of Omicron. And not only variants of Omicron, but variants of each other, the way they're mutating. Well, I thought that what he was describing at first was a situation where it it doesn't even have to be so whatever so-called COVID is that that. That what's happening to people's immune systems is creating a, uh, a scenario where even the common cold can come on in and then you're just like AIDS. He, yeah. he's, just, he's pretty much describing what everybody said AIDS was. Well, they're calling it V-A-I-D-S, VAIDS. 
vaccine-induced autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Yeah. So, but, but now, now he's he's been talking very severely about this for a while. He's saying this now. What is is he still on the same three to five year timeline, or what, what is he warning about? This warning is for for the immediate future. Um, Gee. The immediate future now and he says predicting complex biological dynamics requires a rigorous scientific analysis of the fundamental causes of these dynamics and their alignment with forthcoming data and observations rather than extrapolation from ad hoc data or previous observations regarding the ongoing immune escape pandemic and when he says immune escape what he means is when you when you vaccinate in the middle of a pandemic with a leaky vaccine that does not not only does not stop the virus, but also does untold damage to the person who receives it in terms of their immune system. You you have a, you have a pro, you have a problem, um, and that's why it's called an immune escape pandemic. Um, he says, regarding the ongoing immune escape pandemic, the dominant biological patterns are governed by the evolving dynamics of the virus molded and remolded by the population level immune response imprinted by mass vaccination. As the, the viral evolutionary dynamics were initiated in the wrong direction, the immune response should ideally adjust to the virus, not the other way around. Nature is now compelled to eliminate all incorrect immune adaptations from the population. This scenario will, however, leave many vaccinated individuals, i.e. those who were vaccinated in ways that made them exclusively reliant on this mistaken immune imprinting, entirely unprotected. I cannot imagine how this would not lead to a significantly increased mortality rates before protective herd immunity can be achieved. However, this may only transpire once the rate of excess deaths in vaccinees due to immune suppression or immune-related pathology indirectly resulting from mass vaccination has further increased. And there's My a question is who's going to be who's going to be tallying up these statistics because I like I we we've discussed before uh, if you ask someone like Jojo from Jers the unvaccinated are dying at incredible clips. We're all all of us are succumbing. Yeah, we're just we're 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 pretty much just hanging on by a thread. And if this happens, what uh, Gert Vandenbosch is talking about, if this happens, then, I mean, who's going to know about it? How, how are you going to, I mean, aside from people living their lives and seeing those that they love going down and picking up on patterns, I mean, the, what is really going to be reported? It, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible the, uh, the amount of conflicting nonsense that's out there. Well, I mean, I have this for a couple slides from now, but I just got this yesterday. The CDC recommends the updated COVID-19 vaccine. The updated COVID-19 vaccine is here. Oh, and it's free from CVS. Nice. Yeah, I just tweeted it out and said, no, just no. And they also send me another one that said, you got, you can get all three of your vaccines at once. The flu, RSV, and COVID-19. And you can also throw in pneumonia at the same time as that, if you'd like. So here's a clip. This is Brett Weinstein on Joe Rogan's show. The mRNA vaccines, and this is not true for the DNA version, but for the mRNA 
vaccines like the Pfizer and the Moderna that after three doses, they saw a radical elevation in the percentage of the antibodies that are part of this class called IgG4. Ig is just, it means immunoglobulin. It's a synonym for antibody. Now, all things in biology are complex, and so it has multiple implications. But IgG4 is actually part of a system in which the body attenuates its own response to an antigen. So the mind-blowing, and, you know, it's an early result. It, maybe it doesn't get replicated, but it was published in Science Immunology, Top Flight Journal. The implication is that the evolutionary path we have traveled is causing the pathogen now to be able to trigger a response that will cause the immune system not to fight. Nobody knows what happens next. It's, wow. it's a very dangerous discovery. I mean... I mean, what can happen next if your if immune systems have been trained not to fight People against pass away? I mean, a lot of them, sadly. I mean, I hate to. Be, I'm not a doom person by any stretch of the imagination, but this is a a bunch of red flags. Now these things are actually getting published. People aren't afraid to publish them anymore because I think some people are realizing the absolute horrible state of affairs we're in. And you're not going to be able to hide people from sickness forever, especially not when their immune system isn't working. I wonder when Pfizer will come out with their next drug to to make everybody's immune systems better. I know. Well, I mean, well, they're already they're already uh, making this technology deliver all the old the old um, conventional vaccines too, as we we've talked about before. So it's not even even about the uh, these concocted crises to get people to go out there and take experimental you know, shots for novel viruses. It's about even going back into influenza and whatever the hell else. And they're going to, to they're going to adapt them to be delivered through MRNA. So it's like that. This was the entryway for this technology to take a foothold across the board. Yep. It yeah. it's terrifying. This is not this is there was a hearing in South Carolina and there was um Somebody, a doctor who stepped up to testify and said this very thing, like this is a, this is, there's no way that this isn't malicious given everything that they have worked on and know at this point now, this is a gene therapy. And the reason why it was so rarely used in the past is because number one, they had no idea of what the outcomes would be. And number two, you're literally screwing around with your body's code on how it works and what it does. You're instructing your body at this point to create itself all of these foreign proteins. The body reacts when you instruct it to create actual normal proteins that are recognized typically by the body. This protein isn't even recognized by the body. And the havoc that has come from this, the the death and destruction that has come from this, I can't even this is it. Like this is this is it for me. This is my issue. This destroys me every day thinking about it every day i'm like oh my gosh like the the stories i see of people the people i know let's not even get into that here's a report from uh, doc uh, naomi wolf and ed dowd from the other day about the death rates in the uk 
I am not a, a, I don't have a finance background. I don't have a statistics background. Please explain what I, I just shared with the audience. So let's just talk about the increases we saw. And we, we, we were using adjusted cardiovascular excess deaths. We observed 13% increase above normal trend line in 2020, 30% in 21 and 44% in 22. Um, and uh, the standard deviations, let me, let me just give an example because I talk about standard deviations a lot and that confuses people. Right. It's a measure of something from the mean or the norm how many standard deviations and it's geek speak for probabilities and we put it into a z-score because that our minds wrap around anything above three is a signal and just to give you an idea what that's like why why three uh that happens point zero uh uh 0.3 percent of the time under uh, across all observations and a 3.8 standard devi deviation event is the same as you getting hit by lightning once in your lifetime so when, when I say 10 standard deviations, that's just an improbable uh, event uh, from, the, from the norm. And then, that, that, then the reason why it's a signal is we need to investigate why. And the reason why I'm so annoyed with what's going on is these signals are being seen by all the health authorities that, uh, that are issuing and following uh, health edicts. And they're ignoring them. These these signals are so large that there, there has to be a reason why. My thesis and your thesis is it's the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines that they mandated on us. And this is a ginormous cover up because why else would these people with billions of dollars of budget not acknowledge these signals and say, Houston, we have a problem because they were responsible for killing people. That's why I know. I think. Yeah, because it. it it, maybe they'd be a little bit more inclined to say Houston, there's a problem if they believe that uh, if if they would be the heroes. But Houston, there Houston, there's a problem. Uh, I went along with a I went along with a deadly public experiment, and I did not push back against it. Or I, I mandated it for goodness sakes. Right. I mean, this is. There's plenty of doctors who try to say, Houston, there's a problem. And uh, many of them lost their licenses, depending on what you are, what state you're in. They were castigated. So, yeah. Yeah. And. I just, I hate, I hate when I, I. You know, we brought we brought brought Geert in very very early in the vaccine rollout, and we were very cautious about everything he was saying. But outside of his, he's never put a numerical value on the number of lives or anything like that. Everything he said has been correct. Everything, he has not been wrong on anything yet, and it just bothers me to read that. And I don't know like what we're supposed to do about it. And you know, it's funny because. Not funny, but McCullough has his detox protocol going out right now. Like he's thinks he's figured out a way to detox the body from this spike protein that's being produced by the body incessantly and all the things that go along with that. We played that on the show a little while ago. Um, but I don't know how in like all of the confounding variables that are going into this and how they're working together. Um, it, it's something. It really is something. And then we've got 
a story out of Amityville, Long Island, Frank. A nurse practitioner pleads guilty to forging COVID-19 vaccination record cards, making more than oh, one. That's, that's a hero. Yeah, she, she would be a hero if she wasn't also writing out fake prescriptions for oxycodone and then taking the drugs herself. Oh. <laughs> but she also did that, so. Okay, well, uh well, maybe she's a little bit of an opportunist. Then. <laughs> she made about $1.2 million doing that. So there's a lot of people out there who have oh, $1.2 million on the Vax cards. Actually, well, 1.5. You know this, is, this, is, this is the story of, of government time and time again. In memoriam, this is just, it, it, it always is that way. Government action comes in. They create a black market. They create, they create organized crime yeah prohibition perfect example that's just what it is but only this is i believe really great organized crime if you ask me um now she's she's forging all types of prescriptions and and popping pain pills herself obviously she has a lot more problems but buried into this heaping pile of problems this woman has was an objective good yes. people <laughs> needed people needed a way to function without actually giving their bodies over to this experiment and she created an outlet for a price for them to find a way through it uh julie divuono 51 of amityville and her corporation kids on call pediatric nurse practitioner doing business as wild child pediatric Healthcare. would you take your daughter or son to a place called wild child pediatric Healthcare? no <laughs> no something's up <laughs> Yeah, they're wild, all right. She's popping them full of freaking oxy on the way out the door. Anyway, pleaded guilty to one count of second-degree money laundering, one count of second-degree forgery, and one count of first-degree offering a false instrument for filing. Um, her plea deal uh, was 34 counts that she was faced with originally. She sold forged COVID-19 vaccination record cards, which stated that the patients had received a vaccine and subsequently entered false information in that in the database in New York State. Um, then she laundered the proceeds by transferring funds through several accounts, conducting several transactions, including paying off the mortgage on her home in Amityville. And then she, oh, let's see, what's her, what's her? She forfeited $1.252 million. She... Is she in jail? Yeah, she's going in for sentencing. It says... Oh. She's expected to be sentenced to six months of incarceration with alcohol and narcotic conditions imposed in jail. Where... And with 840 hours community service alternative that will be completed during probation of five years. She'll pay total of 15000 in fines. Sentenced to three years conditional discharge. Can't practice medicine anywhere in New York State anymore. So she had a license at a time. Yeah, she's a nurse practitioner. So, Wow. Uh, nurse practitioners can write prescriptions? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. They're basically a doctor without all of the schooling. So what's the point of becoming a doctor? That's exactly why there are so many NPs now. Wow. Okay. We move on, Frank. We move on to the transgender Ukrainian spokesperson who used to be in the U.S. military. Have you heard about this? Oh, I, I, I watched this freak. Yeah. 
And uh, if, was this one of the positions that he is filling right now that were offered to Alexander Vindman? <laughs> that was the first thing I asked as well. But Senator... How many jobs was that, was that fat bastard offered by the Ukrainians? <sighs> Ukrainians? Three. I believe it was three, honestly. God, footsie that was played with that guy. So, you know he so Senator Vance, J.D. Vance, was questioning, like, where is this person coming from? Where is this money coming from? What is going on here? Why is this person threatening violence against people who express their viewpoints in the United States? Um, and why are they and who's writing their speeches? He, he, he talks with a overly dramatic biblical flair, and it's so cheesy drama club gay guy um it's just so cheesy but and it, the wig is so, so bad i know i and there's nothing else obviously nothing else about him is feminine so you just have this 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 dude sitting there in a in a green button down shirt with this weird this with this uh you know brady bunch blonde wig on <laughs> It was like Carol Brady's wig and just talking with this odd, cheesy biblical flair about we're going to hunt down the uh, Russian propagandists and they will, they're wailing and gnashing. I, I thought, what? Yeah. Is and, real? Yeah. And then you have freaking Zelensky standing up there talking about how climate change is going to, I can't even, this is like a script you could, let's listen to this weirdo who will now come and attack us both here. This is Sergeant Sarah Ashton Cirillo of the Armed Forces of Ukraine. Sarah. And I'd like to thank the X social media platform for carrying this exclusive message Terrible from girl Keith. voice, by the way. It's, it is. Terrible girl voice. It's not even a girl voice. This is his actual voice. I think he's just completely insane. Uh -huh. This is Sarah. I'm going to soften my voice and become a girl now. Hi, this is Francis. And welcome to Dark Tony. I I forgot my I identify as a bald woman. Why don't you have a voice mod for Francis? I don't need one because now <laughs> I'm a girl. Just happens that way. I can't do a guy voice though, so just here, here we go. There has been much discussion recently related to my role within the armed forces of Ukraine. Before answering <laughs> some of the questions put forward by Senator Vance of Ohio. I'd like to thank all those in the U.S. who are supporting the Ukrainian people. Without Republicans and Democrats working together on behalf of Ukraine, our growing and unstoppable success on the battlefield it's such propaganda. and the victory will bring over the Russian invaders. It's over. It's been over for so long. Our growing and unstoppable success. Unstoppable success? I mean, how much propaganda could you put in, in less than... Holy crap, it's 35 seconds. That was 10 seconds of more grossly exaggerated propaganda than ever is believable. Okay. It's not even believable. That's the thing. They're not even trying to make people believe it anymore. Well, again, pay attention to the language that he is that he's choosing or somebody chose for him. It is so dramatic, so ridiculous. It's almost like I thought this was a parody in the beginning weeks and weeks ago. Oh, I got to fit here. Would take significantly longer. 
the delivery of attackums will further expedite our victory while saving lives and tax dollars. Yeah, in the saving process. tax dollars. Saving tax dollars. Now, now this saving. is American. This is a confused American gay guy <laughs> who is in Ukraine acting in an official capacity for the Ukrainian military, which is in fact just a proxy for the Americans and all sure. other NATO partners. And he's talking from a Ukrainian standpoint now about how this next phase in their dead war is going to save lives, even though there's pretty much no Ukrainian boys left. I got to a point to that. Tristan Tate tweeted out a text message he was having with someone the other day whose father, who is sick and old, is being drafted for lack of a better word. They're not, no they're not even providing him a vehicle. He's trying to buy himself a Toyota to, to drive into his death on. And they're asking Tristan Tate to buy the Toyota for him. And not only... Yeah. I, I mean, and tax dollars. The, I have a piece queued up to listen to. We're going to run out of time from Jesse Waters. Literally the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> the Clinton Foundation... talking about the, 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 uh, mer- the, uh, the volunteers. The oh, I know. Volunteers. That, I mean, then that was over a year ago. That was in the early, maybe like the first four or five months of the war. All the foreign volunteers around the world, America, I'm going to go off. I'm going to, I'm going to take my tactical uh, gear that I bought at uh, at that uh, where, wherever the hell, Dick's Sporting Goods, and I'm going to go fight the Russians. And they all got slaughtered. Um, I just have to read a chat from the from the chat. Abby Z Mama said, don't let him near Bobert State. Those boobs would get a solid hunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But seriously, I, I'm, I'm going to play this. I'm, we have to finish it. But I have this from uh, Jesse Waters queued up for this morning where, where is it? Hold on. Here it is. The Clinton Global Initiative announced their very own program to rebuild Ukraine. The U.S. is sending the World Bank $25 billion. $25 billion. Then the World Bank is sending the money to the Clintons, and then the Clintons are sending it to Ukraine. The Clinton Foundation is back. How? I, mm, mm, this is why they created uh, 501c3s. This is why they created it. Uh, this is why around the same time that they created the unconstitutional 16th amendment so that we would be drained 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 progressively worse and worse over the years um they created 501c3s so that they would not have to worry about it this is how they cut themselves out and this is how we continue to, to actually you know do things like this let's finish this propaganda video because yeah yes America is once more showing why it's history's greatest republic and the world's lone superpower. And all of us in Ukraine are humbled by the support we're receiving from the American people. You're an Let American. me also take a moment in my role as spokesperson for the AFU's Territorial Defense Forces to state unequivocally that we in the... T- First of all, can we just talk about... They're up against Russia, right? Russia, Mother Russia. And they've got a trans woman as the spokesperson this has got to be a joke. This can't be real. This can't be real. What simulation are we in, Frank? It's the end simulation. They have a, have a, a as I say, a confused gay guy. 
and a confused American gay guy that is in Ukraine speaking on behalf of Ukraine with no skosh of a foreign accent. Thanking the Americans as if he's not an American. <laughs> we want to thank the Americans. It's like... I, I, I can't get over this. It's too ridiculous for words. Like, if hundreds of thousands of people weren't being slaughtered and if millions more didn't stand to be dragged into this imminently. They are just mocking us at this point. It, it would be it would be more than hilarious. Then again, I guess we just got to laugh. Wait, th- this they're mock they're they're, they're this is oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I can't TDF and across Ukraine believe journalists are heroes and have the right to report on Ukraine's war for liberation unless without interference. Free speech is the pillar of all democracy. Mm. The first amendment of the US Constitution, along with the rest of that sacred document, is ordained by God. The Russian propagandists whoa, 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 and war whoa, whoa, whoa. criminals which God? Which God is that? <sighs> which which God is that, girlfriend? Huh. This is ooh, this is bad. This is bad here. Spreading lies and pushing false narratives are not journalists. Oh. They are information agents in an extension of the Putin progression effort okay. to spread chaos. Okay, and so we- if, if you're- This is, you listen to the, the guy, uh, this is a, a, a guy pretending to be a girl in the most uh, unbelievable, unconvincing way, trying to tell you that people are not what they are and they're pretending to be something else. They're, sub- they're being agents. <laughs> Diversive agents for one thing or another. Here's a guy with a Carol Brady wig on, trying to tell you, trying to try to warn you against people. Oh God! The, the, you can't. You can't even make it up. Trying to warn you against people who are who are lying to you. There he is with his Carol Brady wig. I'm a woman. Don't trust that person over there. Oh, Lord. Okay. Hold on. Woo. Havoc across the globe. In Ukraine, we do not seek vengeance, only justice. Because of this, these enemies of freedom and democracy will have to answer for their crimes in a court of law. What? Senator Vance recently asked the U.S. Director of National Intelligence, along with the Secretaries of State and Defense, if I was working in some capacity for the American government. Simply put, I'm an American serving as a Ukrainian infantry soldier and combat medic who was brought from the zero line and assigned to the TDF's media team oh, yeah. in the dual role of spokesperson and Russian disinformation analyst. Oh my God, it can't get worse. This is so bad. Oh. The remaining speculation surrounding me is disappointing. <laughs> While in Ukraine, we are fighting for global liberty and the ideology. Global liberty? Global. The global, I, I, and you know what? This was dragged into the UN and everything else too, and wherever that uh, Zelensky cokehead goes now, it's the same thing there too. If we win, the world wins. They're trying to make this, I, I don't know. They're trying to give it some kind of importance, uh, a, 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 even a slice of importance that over the years of going to school, learning about World War II, how high the stakes were, 
what we were what kind of a world we were fighting for afterwards they're trying to make this similar and it's so not at all i it oh if we beat russia the whole world will be free we can't even maintain freedom in the republic dude come on let of victory too many in moscow and across the world are still caught up in focusing on the tired trope of gender chaos. Ukraine is a nation that embraces individual liberty and maintains a devotion to God. The freedom that Ukraine is fighting for. They are literally crapping all over people who, oh. It's not based on carving out privilege for some. They banned, op the, but they the banned opposition political parties. The, uh, and imprisoned journalists, yes, yes. He's doing, he's doing worse to destroy so-called democracy in Ukraine. Zelensky and his his uh, his support team is they're they're doing worse against democracy in Ukraine than Abraham Lincoln did over here during the the Civil War. Creating a pathway of prosperity and success, founded in hard work and the rule of law for all. This is, this is Neither like I nor any Ukrainian is fighting for tolerance and acceptance for any one group, but for the freedom of every human. This freedom is one that most closely resembles the heroic efforts of the American patriots in 1775. Oh. No, stop. Oh. It's over. Stop. So, you know, this is um, obviously there. This is the only place that this has been warmly received is like in the East Village in New York or something say marks or something like that and um this is a joke i'm gonna play the very i'm gonna play the very beginning of this jesse waters piece so you can hear Zelensky at the u.n true winner in any war is always the war machine but we're just not talking about defense contractors war profiteers come in different shapes and sizes wikileaks founder julian assage says endless wars are the goal the goal is not to completely subjugate Afghanistan. The goal is to use Afghanistan to wash money out of the tax bases of the United States, out of the tax bases of European countries, through Afghanistan, and back into the hands of a transnational security elite. That is the goal, i.e. the goal is to have an endless war, not a successful war. War can be noble, but also a business opportunity. So War is never noble. President Zelensky told the United Nations what it wanted to hear. Listen to this, listen to this. Humanity is failing on its climate policy objectives. This means that extreme weather will still impact the normal global life and some evil state will also weaponize its outcomes. When islands weather? and countries yeah. disappear underwater and when tornadoes and deserts are spreading oh, into, into new territories. This man who is used to gyrating around in a freaking wrestling singlet or heels is telling us about climate change at the UN. This clown. Absolute clown. Clownish, clownish man. Are you sure my white, my, uh, my microphone isn't back. better? It's back. When did that happen? I don't know. I can't take this anymore. I don't know, but you sound great, Frank. You've you've blasted into the future with the help of uh, Vladimir Zelensky and 
Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> it was all my transphobia that brought me here. <laughs> Let's do something fun real quick before we leave, okay? Frank, has yes. anyone ever told you that you look like a celebrity? Uh, yeah, uh, right said Fred. Is that what you get? Right said Fred? No, we, we, we made some jokes before. Hold on. That we should set the charge like we should cover I'm I'm too sexy and uh, and do the whole whole music video. Uh, no, I, I what what I've I've gotten Adam Sandler in the past. Hold on, I've got uh, a few other things. There's right said Fred right um, up there. <laughs> it's just the bald. I don't actually look like right said Fred. It's just the bald head. They're anti-vax, by the way. Right said Fred. They are. Yes. Really? Yep. How do you know? Because it came up. <laughs> what? Because they were doing videos and stuff and clips and there was like news stories about it. I, I That is so random. Right said Fred <laughs> is anti fat Good. <laughs> what? Right said Fred star still against vaccine despite being admitted to the hospital with COVID. October 20, August 20th, 2021. I got to try to get this guy on my show. <laughs> They're anti-vax. You can mean. I'll be like, hey, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm going to play it real quick. I got to play New it. New York and Japan. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave I did not realize he was saying Milan. I thought he was saying my land. <laughs> All these years. He's saying Milan, not Milan. Milan, Italy. Milan. It's... Wait, so he's too sexy for Milan, New York, and Japan. <laughs> yeah, but he said Milan. Oh, I always thought he said my land as well. Listen. New York and hold Japan. Hold on, hold on. Milan. Oh, and I am too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan, New York. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Japan. I'm, I'm just used. To, I'm just used to New Yorkers. Uh, I'm used to New Yorkers not actually finishing their words. Right. Yes. So I just thought I'm Milan. Too sexy for your party. Too, too sexy, sexy for your body. For your too. Party. No way. I'm disco dancing. I'm all disco dance. I'm a mob. Okay. You shake your little what, Frank? What do you shake? I on? shake my little tush. <laughs> I had to shut my laugh off. For... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I laughed at the dumbest shit. I swear. 
Okay. Anyway, I got Pokey Brewster. <laughs> Hold on. All right. I'm going to pull Pokey Brewster and then we're ending this damn thing today. I can't. Where is she? Where's Punk Punky? For what? For like the television show? Yes. <clears throat> Come on. I had it right here. I had my little tweet with Punky all ready to go. And then you had to come and ruin it. <laughs> Here she is. Why? Oh, is this is this what the celebrity question was about? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Quote tweet see. with a celeb you've been told you look like. And I have been told I look like Punky Brewster, especially when I was younger. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And then, no, my boobs aren't as big as hers are. They're not, unfortunately. <laughs> what are you talking about? She has. Do you see her now? She's gone through something with that. With what she's had reductions and all. Salai Moon Fry has. What's her name? Salai Moon Fry. How do you, how do you spell that? S O L E I L. S O L E O I L. What is this? S O L E I L. Okay. Moon, Moon Fry. F R Y E. F R Y E. Let's see here. Salai Moon Fry boobs well they're small now but they weren't when she was younger it was a big thing for her she had a hard time with it oh geez yeah yep those are like those are like a j's yeah it's like a j cup yep damn yeah yeah i, I wouldn't want to carry those around either very heavy very heavy and uncomfortable Jeez, my, my upper back is killing me just looking at this. <laughs> I don't think that she looks, I look like her now. No, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, I can see how when you guys were young, that would happen, especially if you put pigtails on. Yep. Punky Brewster. Anyhow. That's it for today, Frank. You've been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with... Frankie Bell on the drums and... Beans! Wait, wait, wait. Before we go anywhere, can I just try something? Sure. Okay. Ba, ba, ba. Did my voice get worse? No. Ba, la 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 No. What about now? No. Okay. So, I just wanted to see if I changed one thing. We're going to start to... We're going to start to do a contest before the show every day. We'll roll a dice... And then we'll have a prize for the people who can guess what your microphone's going to do. Yeah. All right. Well. That's fine. Anyway, you can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or RadioInfluence.com. Also, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Streaming live on Rumble Getter and on X. And Frank's show is Monday through Friday at 7 on QuiteFrankly.tv or on Rumble. And you could also check the Tuesday and Thursday a side of beans at 2 p.m. on Rumble, Getter, and X. And we will see you back here on Friday. Later.